All right. Uh, welcome to the first ever episode of the Philly Eagles Nest podcast. Uh, I'm Liam LaBarge. And I'm Augie Smith. And we are both rising seniors at the William Penn Charter School in Philadelphia. In this episode, we'll be dis- discussing our 2020 NFL Dream Team. Um, but before we begin, we'd like to address the current situation in our country. We both fully support the Black community and their actions to strive for justice and racial equality. And we'd love to see the impact that professional athletes have on the situation, especially NFL players. All right, so uh, without further ado, let's get into our dream team. Here are the rules for this activity. So our dream team is constructed not by individual players, but by position groups. For example, when you're picking like our quarterback group, you wouldn't pick the Chiefs because they have the best quarterback, but they don't have a great quarterback room in general. Next, um, all the position groups are based on current players and staff. And when selecting a position group, you also pick their coach. So like when you're picking the quarterbacks, you take the quarterback coach from that team as well. The positions for this activity are general manager, head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, offensive line, defensive line, linebacker, corner, and safety. But today we'll only be talking about the offense and the coaches and GM. So, Liam, why don't you get us started with uh, your pick for general manager? All right. I'm going with uh, John Schneider here. Um, So one of the best GMs in the league, if not the best. And specifically, uh, John Schneider excels at drafting. So I'm just going to rattle off a little list here. Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, Bobby Wagner, Earl Thomas, K.J. Wright, Frank Clark, Malcolm Smith, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson, Russell Wilson, who was drafted in the second round. So I don't know if you get a better draft than that with those defensive studs right there. Yeah, I guess that's fair, but uh, here's my little hometown bias. I'm taking Howie Roseman. In my opinion, he's the best GM in the league, not even close. And he's a decent drafter. I'd say John Snyder is a little bit of a better drafter, but I'm mainly picking Howie Roseman for his ability to manipulate the cap, right? So I'm going to have some big contracts on this team, but I'm taking Howie Roseman because I know he'll be able to fit them all in, maybe pay some dudes like 20 years down the road like he does for the Eagles, and it'll all work out well. For me, some of the other uh, GMs I thought about were John Schneider, as Liam said, uh, John Lynch from the Niners, and Chris Ballard from the Colts. Yeah, and I feel you on Howard with his uh, his deal-making ability, too. Just this uh, the Darius Slay trade and, uh, and other trades he's made. And the yeah. last when he, year, right? We signed, we signed Wentz a whole year early. Like, look what's happening with Dak right now. Look all this money he wants. Like, getting that Wentz contract – uh, done early was genius in my opinion. Locked in at a little bit of an injury discount as well. So, all right, head coach. Um, oh, you want to lead here? Yeah. So I got Bill Belichick. Um, as much as I really hate the Patriots, uh, I don't think this pick needs too much explaining. I mean, the dudes, the dudes is the most successful coach in the NFL. He can pretty much work with scrubs at this point. Uh, we'll we'll see really what he's got this year without Tom Brady, but um, yeah, Bill Belichick's my head coach. All right, I'm going to counter that with Andy Reid, uh, Super Bowl champ, future Hall of Famer, sixth all-time NFL in wins, and maybe I'm a little biased because he was a longtime Birds coach, but uh, he's the only active coach with more wins. The only active coach with more wins is Bill Belichick, so he's right up there in second place. Um, and I'm going to say for Belichick. You could kind of make the argument he's relied on Josh McDaniels and uh, the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I could definitely get behind Danny Reed. If, if he's uh, my head coach in this, I'm not going to complain. 
completely agree. All right, so offensive coordinator. So I got Steve Spagnolo from the Chiefs. So my reasoning for this, although Andy Reid does call plays for the Chiefs, Spagnolo had a plays a huge role in this offense. He led them to t- top five uh, total offensive finishes in both of the last two seasons. And uh, since Bill Belichick's a defensive coach, I really need an offensive powerhouse as my offensive coordinator. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, also he runs a very creative offense in formations, and I like how he always rolls Patrick Mahomes outside the pocket. That's the type of offense I want to run with my team. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with Greg Roman here, another mobile quarterback with Lamar Jackson. And I might be slightly biased as I had uh, Lamar Jackson in my fantasy league last year. Um, But what he did with the Ravens last year was nothing short of incredible. Number one overall offense, innovative play calling, and second in the league in total offensive yards. Um, He took a mobile quarterback like Jackson, um, and Jackson excelled in the pocket, rushed for over 1,000 yards. Um, I think it's a clear choice, Greg Roman. Yeah, the only thing, uh, the only complaint I really have about that is the Chiefs led the league in rushing attempts last year. I'm not really a, I mean, obviously running the ball is very important, but I'm going to have a downfield offense with, uh, so that's why I picked more of a quarter or a coach who leans more towards the passing game rather than the running game. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and moving forward, I think it'll be interesting to see if Greg Roman can kind of uh, change that offense up as uh, defenses kind of get adjusted to the uh, yeah. L- Lamar Jackson dynamic factor. Like counter uh, counter other teams' coaches so we are so we don't have another RG3 on our hands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll adapts. All right, uh, QB room, I think we agree here, right? Yeah, I think we both have the Saints here. I don't, I don't really know. Like, the Saints, the Saints have very good quarterbacks, and their quarterback coach is pretty – Sean Payton is pretty much the quarterback coach. And then everybody knows they've got Drew Brees, they've got Taysom Hill, and then they added James Winston this offseason, who's probably the – I mean, I know he really, really struggles with interceptions, but if Sean Payton can address that uh, for James Winston, we could be looking at a very good quarterback. Yeah, got him in at a, a fairly cheap deal, right? Um, ton of touchdowns left for Winston. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple other contenders. I guess you got the Birds, right? With uh with Wentz and uh, Jalen Hurts now, but I don't think anybody else really comes close to the uh, the Saints with with Breeze, Winston Hill. Um, I don't know. I have yeah. I, I would I would agree with you. And also with the Saints, as I said, I want to run like a very interesting offense. And they have Taysom Hill, who everybody knows can. He's a Swiss Army knife. He can pretty much do anything. And he's actually an underrated passer. If you watched him play, like he can move the ball downfield. He actually has a very good arm. But yeah, as you said, nobody else is really close. The other teams I have are uh, the Chiefs, just because they have Mahomes, obviously, in my opinion, best quarterback in the NFL. And I really like their QB coach, uh, Mike Kafka, who the Eagles were looking at to make their offensive coordinator this year. Yeah, completely agree. Um, yeah, I had I had the Cowboys, but I don't think we can really pick them here with uh, Dak Prescott, um, who I think is somewhat overrated. But they yeah, brought I, Andy Dalton. Dak is a player, but – I don't know. And they have him and Andy Dalton, but really neither of them are going to win me a Super Bowl, if I'm going to be honest. So. Yep, completely agree with you there. All right, so uh, running back. Yeah, running backs. Um, so I kind of – I picked kind of the team that's been slept on a little bit with the Broncos. Um, Melvin Gordon signed this year, um, and this is kind of a speculative pick because Gordon was definitely not himself last season, held out, didn't get the deal. 
and lets the team down fumbling on the one yard line. But I'm I'm kind of thinking of comebacks in order here with uh with Melvin Gordon and you got Philip Lindsay who was undrafted but kind of broke out last year. Um, not to mention you got a backup in Royce Freeman. So I think Broncos running back room, head coach Curtis Modkins, solid group. Um, although the jury is still out for the chemistry. Yeah. So uh, for me, I chose the Cleveland Browns. So they got Nick Chubb, who everybody knows that dude's a beast. He would pound you on the ground. And then really what made me choose the Browns was they have, they have Kareem Hunt. Everybody knows how good Kareem Hunt is, but for the Browns, he really plays that receiving back role. And for the, for the Broncos, I really don't see anyone who, who is a good receiving back. Like Melvin Gordon is a decent, but Lindsey and Royce Freeman both average like under four yards per route run. Like that's just terrible. And Lindsey definitely lacks some size. Um, so I yeah. think it was a smart move bringing in Gordon. What do, what do you think? You think uh, Hunt's going to be with the, the Browns long-term though, with his uh, off-field issue? Uh, I think he's I think he's going to get a deal somewhere else if this year he can if this year he can avoid off field issues and um, play well. Honestly, he played really really well last year when he came when he came in. Yeah, he certainly did, and I was worried about that with uh, my fantasy team. I had uh, Chubb and Chubb let me down in the last stretch of the year. But the other the only really other team I had contending for me was the Ravens because they have Mark Ingram. They just drafted J.K. Dobbins, who I really like. And I hate to be that guy, but they have Lamar Jackson. Like, I'm counting him in this category. Obviously, he's not a running back, but the dude rushed for over 1,000 yards last year. He brings a lot to, to uh, obviously, the rushing side of the yeah. offense. I just felt like that. Uh, I guess with the Seahawks, too, they kind of are always battling injuries with Carson and Penny. Um, we'll see. It's definitely going to be running back by committee there. Yeah. And uh, Penny and Carson, may both they both might not actually be healthy to start the year. Right. All right, moving on to wide receiver. Yeah, I got the uh, Bucks. honestly. Mike Evans has never had under 1,000 receiving yards in his career. Chris Godwin, that dude was a beast last year, and I kind of have a little bias because I'm a Penn State fan. He went to Penn State, uh, and I think I think uh, Godwin th- this year is going to take another step up and move into that top five receiver category. To be honest, and yeah. third wide receiver, he's a it's a bit questionable. Rookie Tyler Johnson, but they picked in like the fifth round. But I I like him. I like his upside out of Minnesota. So that's my those are my wide receivers. Yeah, I can see that. And, you know, Bruce Arians is, is just great for both quarterbacks and wide receivers. Um, last year before the season, he was saying Godwin was going to go over 1,000 yards, um, ended up going over 1,000 yards. So solid, solid coach there, great for wide receiver production, and obviously they have a very talented group. Um, but I went with the Cowboys here. I know you're going to hate me for it, and I hate the pick too, but uh, you can't ignore Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and C.D. Lamb. Um, so Jerry Jones – kind of stupid in the draft their D will be hurting this year but I think they have the most talented group now with three studs um whether they'll be able to pay all those guys in the future um Amari Cooper already got his deal but I think for now with C.D. Lamb on a rookie rookie contract uh they've got the most talented wide receiver room yeah and also another reason I picked the Bucks is because as I said earlier my quarterback was uh, my quarterbacks were the Saints, who have Jameis Winston, and Winston obviously already has chemistry with uh, Evans and Godwin. So I feel like if Drew Brees, if in a, obviously this is not real, but in a fantasy world, if my team was to play a football game and Drew Brees got hurt, you could come in and the backup already has 
chemistry with my wide receivers. Yeah, that makes sense. I haven't thought about it that way. Um, all right, we also – all right, we're moving on to the birds here, tight end group. We both agree on the eagles. Um, here's, here's, here's my uh, – my little argument. So we got Ertz, who nobody's going to argue is a top three tight end in the league. Wherever you put him in that top three, he's in it no matter what. And then for me, the real thing is the backup, Dallas Goddard. This dude would start on every NFL team except for like five or six. Yeah, if that. I mean, he's going to play a role in probably every offense he would be on. Yeah. And and I know some people will be like, oh, the books, books. Like, here's my take. Last year, they didn't even throw the ball to O.J. Howard more than like three times in one game that dude barely played a role I mean I know Tom Brady those are the tight ends a lot but and I know they got Gronk but Gronk has not played football for two years he spent the last two years drinking beer and making YouTube videos like this dude is not going to come back and be the same player he was in 2016 it's just not going to completely agree and I remember watching Howard last year and I don't I mean he's he's definitely a great athlete but I don't know what's going on with him a bunch of drops um Clearly, uh, he was not on last year. Um, yeah, so I don't know if you can take the Bucks here. Just we don't have one clear foot option. Right. Nobody's going to deny Howard's talent because obviously he's a first-round pick for a reason. Right. Great athlete, but it's just for me, like the Bruce Arians offense is not th- it's not throwing to the tight ends. Yeah. Last year with OJ Howard have like 40 receptions, and Godwin and Evans were both over a thousand yards. And if you pace Godwin's receiving numbers out to 16 – he played 14 games. If you pace it out to 16 games, he had 100 receptions. Like, they just don't throw to the tight ends. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess the other teams you have to consider here are the Niners with uh, George Kittle and the Chiefs with Travis Kelsey. But I don't think they have the depth like the Eagles. Um, So, I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. All right. Moving on to offensive line, I think we both agree here again with the Eagles. Yeah, for sure. Jeff Stoutland, um, he's the O-line coach for the Birds, but you got you got Dillard, first-round pick last year. Kind of jury still out on him, but uh, Doug Peterson just expressed confidence um, in his ability. You got uh, Jason Kelsey, uh, Isaac Samalo, uh, Brandon Brooks, and Lane Johnson. Um, not to mention we added some depth this season um, through the draft. So we had four O-linemen who graded in the top 15 of all offensive linemen last year per uh, – Pro Football Focus. Um, what are any other thoughts, Aug? Yeah, no, I'll debate this with anybody all day. If, if I'm not taking any offensive line in the whole league over the Eagles, like Dillard, okay, he's still up in the air. But last year, um, on the Eagles' offensive line, Sayamalu was the only starter not to grade out in the top 15 overall offensive line. Like that's crazy. And Sayamalu still graded out as top 10 at his position. So, like, with that, with those starters plus adding depth, I really like uh, Tega Winoga, who they picked in the sixth round this year. He was on my board. He was, like, a third-round pick, and they got him that late. I really love that. And then Jack Driscoll, um, also from Auburn. I like him, too. So their depth overall is pretty good, and their starters are just unparalleled in the league. Yeah, maybe the Cowboys. Um I mean, the Cowboys, yeah, they just lost an all-pro center. Tyrone Smith cannot stay healthy. That yep. dude is never playing. I mean, Zach Martin, yeah, he might be the best offensive lineman in the league, but I don't know. I'm still – Travis Frederick they lost, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's with, – with with the loss of Travis Frederick, I think the Eagles are kind of the clear choice, um, given the depth as well. 
All right. So, uh, so that's it for today. That's our uh, offensive dream team. Um, stay tuned in the following days for the rest of our dream team, uh, our defense of positions, as well as a defensive coordinator. And uh, stay tuned for Augie's article uh, in which he defeats the injury-prone narrative surrounding Carson Wentz. Thanks for listening.